Such a great yeah. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Listen, you can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, righty then. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. McFarland Show on this rainy, dreary, gray, not cold, just just kind of bleh, yeah, yeah, going into the weekend. It's ugly. Started last, you know, started last night, and it's just been bleh. Well, this since. this morning was cold and bleh. Yeah, this yeah. morning was rough stuff. But it is uh, December, so happy December, everybody. <laughs> It is that, December the 1st. We are the McFarlands. Darren and Justin Hensley named the McFarland Show. Damon Keene is alongside. He is not a McFarland, but the three of us are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. 615-844-5600. We're going to talk to Travis Ryer in about 15 minutes. He covers Alabama. He's been covering them for a very long time, and he's used to covering them the first week of December, mm-hmm. Damon, because what happens is Alabama plays – Every year at the first weekend in December. Pretty much. Down in Atlanta. It's kind see. of an annual thing for them. Yeah. I noticed you got your Titans blue on today. Don't, yeah. don't see you donning any orange overalls or orange hats. No, or no. It's not this weekend. This weekend. Orange. I'm trying to be neutral. Took the pumpkins Titans. off your desk. I mean, just going Titans. This, going Titans you know, this yeah. weekend. Yes, yeah. sir. Because we're not playing. We're waiting for our big bowl in Florida. Big bowl in Florida. Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> Probably against... Um, a North Carolina team without Drake May. That would be the hope. I mean, that would be the, probably the case. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk to Scott, uh, or Scott, Travis Ryer, Scott Ryer. Why did I even say Scott? Do Travis I have to be Ryer. nice to him? Yes, you do. Okay. You do. You do. It's, it's you, called, you should just be. be a professional. Just be a oh, pro. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. When you put him on hold, whatever you do back there, that's up to you. But okay. Just don't say anything to it. You know, Can I now. say go Vols? Nah. Oh. Okay. Um, again, be professional. Damon. You can say go balls if you want to be laughed at. <laughs> and sure, go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say go balls to an Alabama fan okay, okay, and see how that goes okay, for you. Okay, okay, okay. 
You don't have the ammo for the fight, my friend. Well, he's a media member, so. Yeah. I'll okay, well. To, I don't know if we, I don't, I'm sure he is, but. Yeah, I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't, they they shouldn't show up to that. Just just go ahead and, and be polite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. Who going to be polite, Georgia or Alabama? No, as a Vol fan, just be oh, polite. Be poli just be oh, polite okay. to, to the Alabama folks. I thought you said until you gather a few oh. more rocks over on your side to throw. I would suggest <laughs> just just laying down. Just lay down. While, while you get a chance, just tip your hat I'll be and keep busy. it moving. Until now, when you get some more rocks, feel right. free. Okay, we're, 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 we're not going to go down this rabbit hole. All right, okay, it's. We got a lot to get know, to. It's, Let's get to it. It's just we're just fault. we're gonna go down. No, no, it's we're not, not going down this rabbit hole. All right, all right. Okay. <laughs> Let's stay with it. Over here. Over here. Okay. Okay. Stay, <laughs> let stay with it. Okay. All right. I'm here. <laughs> Forever Titans wide receiver Chris Sanders will join us at three o'clock. We will talk about the matchup Sunday. Mike Rabel today coming out and saying mm -hmm. nobody has been ruled out to this point. Die. Okay. Well, good. That's a different Friday approach. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't mean somebody will not be ruled out because they will. But as of today, right now, sure. nobody has been ruled out. Nice. For Sunday's contest. Very so that nice. Is a pleasant, pleasant surprise. Predators last night, John Hines Ugh. in the building, mm. the Minnesota Wild in the building. Jeez. And yeah. I mean, listen, you can't win them all, okay? Well, yeah. Can't can't that, win that, that can't is win, true. Can't win all of the games, so you know you that, let a few of those games you know chill out. So. That, that's your added perspective. That, listen, hey, you can't win them all. That's 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 all you can say after that. When it's six to one, what are you gonna say? You've won you know six in a row. You just say you know what? Hey, onto right, the then. Rangers. Yeah, onto the Rangers. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about that. That's why you tune into this show. Yeah. What you think about last night's game? Onto the Rangers. Onto the Rangers. Can Set. I? Can I tell you something? Else? As long as you don't, if you, <laughs> as, you, as long as you steer clear of the vols. I'm not how can you can. bring Tennessee into no, this? I was getting ready to tell him. I I met one of the guys that worked with Minnesota today, and uh, I now understand why he had the kind of an attitude because they beat us six to one. He was mm -hmm. like, he sounded like he was like, "Why are you surprised?" You know. So what? What do you mean his attitude? Well, he just felt like you know, like it wasn't no big deal to him for them to win because. Uh -huh. It's well, it's a, it's a hockey game, and they play eighty-two of these things, uh -huh. you know, and they're going to win, you know. A, so you, every team in the league is going to win, you know, a few of these games. Do you He's, think John Hyde made them kind of get fired up more because they were playing his old team? I I I doubt that. I but doubt uh, knowing John Hines like I know John oh. Hines, probably not. That's just not how he operates. Okay. Um, I I'm a little perplexed on. Some of the reaction last night in Bridgestone Arena with his, you know, first intermission video tribute, you know, a little smattering of booze. I don't really understand that. I mean, well, they moved on from him, and I, John Hines is a is a classy guy. Okay, and I get it. He he didn't have the ultimate success here. They didn't win a playoff series, right? And then in his last year, they didn't get to the playoffs. But to boo him, I mean, really. I mean, boo John Hines, like what, what, for what? Because they're disappointed. <laughs> they're oh, okay. They wanted more. He didn't deliver more. Oh, okay. And so now he's playing for somebody else. Do you we, know how that place is? Did we boo Barry Trotz? Cause he didn't, I mean, well, what? he didn't, you know, 16 years either, you know, 
Well, yeah, yeah but I mean, thing, Darren. He Very didn't even. Tried. What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You said you didn't. I'm just going. I'm playing off. Sure, your, come on with it. He didn't get the old. Well, Barry Trotz got him to the second round. Yeah, I know. Sixteen. So. Yeah, it's a love fest for Barry. Well, yeah, they weren't going to boo Barry Trotz. He's right, the, but you said yeah. he, they didn't have success. Yeah, were they expecting success under Barry Trotz? Uh, six over sixteen years. Yes. Mm, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, yes. there was a there was a lot of there was a lot of things that happened over the course of the sixteen years. Is what I'm saying. In the is, first five years, and, no. And some of those things were you know a roller coaster ride. The team almost left, and they you yeah. know decided to stay, mm-hmm. and you know all that. And he was here for all that. So well, he gets brownie points for being here for the whole time. John Hines, on the other hand, was here when they thought he was the missing piece. To try to win a cup, yeah, and then no, they didn't, no. and so now there's disappointment. The, he took over right before COVID hit. Yeah, so it, he, his first year and a half was really wonky. Okay, but he took over in 2020, Re- right? Really wonky. Took over in 2020, yeah, right? Right before. Okay. Remember, Peter Laviolette, who sure. by the way will be here <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow I don't know with it, the Rangers, all the X's are coming to town. Watch out! All the, that's not good news. No, I mean, not. if Barry's in the building, and David Poyle's in the building, and Peter Laviolette's in the building, wow. and if John Hines could just stick around, I'd have it looked, maybe they don't play on Saturday, and he could just stand there. Like, all the X's could just hang out on Saturday at Bridgestone Arena. But <laughs> all the X's. Peter Laviolette, if you remember, right after Winter Classic is when he got fired. Yes. And so John Hines took over. And right before COVID hit. So remember then, then they came back, they shut down. They came back with no fans. They played that weird COVID playoffs, right? No yeah. Fans in a bubble. Yeah. That whole thing. Yeah. Next year it was still wonky. I'm just saying it was not exactly normal what John, John Hines took over. I'm not saying it's normal. All I'm saying is it's a lot closer to the the Stanley Cup run is what I'm saying. And then the expectations were much higher under John Hines than they were under Barry Trotz. Let me just say this. How about the fact that maybe those expectations were wrong? Okay, now that's, How about a, that? that's a different conversation. Right? That's a different conversation. Whether or not the expectations were too high or maybe too low. Maybe they weren't or, that good. Hey, that's a different, but you asked why they were booing. Yeah. You say you didn't understand. I'm just trying to make you understand this is what the thinking may have been. And whether or not you agree with the expectations of the people who were booing is something different. Look, first of all, you're allowed to do whatever you want. Yes, I mean, but I, I being, we're still I, in America. I, <laughs> to my knowledge, no check. one Listen, was arrested last night. You got to check that dipstick every day. You never know. <laughs> never know. But for right now, everything's good. I'm just saying I scratched my head a little bit because... John Hines, like I get it. Like I don't. I'm not defending. Like he should still be the coach. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that he was a class act here, and yeah, he didn't have the he didn't have the success that everybody was looking for. But to boo, like I, so he gets the business man. a little bit. It's mm-hmm. like, but Darren, like if you want to boo Ken Wisenhunt, like boo Ken Wisenhunt. Like Ken Wisenhunt came in here and was a disaster of a coach. And a disaster of a human being. Okay, I'll, I'll just say it. That's you don't have to say it. Okay. I'll that's say deep, it. Eh? Well, well, he's a little strong. Okay. Well, let me tell you. If you were over in that building, if you were over in that building, 
You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. He wanted to stay in a cave. Okay. Well, he know. didn't want to have to anything to do with anybody. Look, you guys don't have to agree with it. It's not about agree or disagree. If you want to get uncomfortable with the truth, then get uncomfortable with the truth. It's just what it is. I'm just saying. Okay, but didn't Lavalette come in? He took him to the playoffs, and he took him to the Stanley Cup, right? Yeah. So John Hines came after that. So what people expected because he hadn't did it in a couple of years when he got fired, they said, okay, well, John Hines is going to take us over the hump. But mm. it didn't happen. Mm. Am I right, Justin? Mm. That, well, That's why they booed he him. He knows I'm just that. I, I've already made that point to Darren. Darren understands. He gets it. He, now, he, he, he disagrees with it, and that's fine. Okay. But, you know, he was wondering why people were booing, and, and that may be perhaps why. Now, he doesn't have to agree with them, and that's fine. God bless America. <laughs> we're still in America. What, what, are we going to play Lee Greenwood? Beautiful. I mean, why don't you cue Full Lee Greenwood spacious here? Skies. Oh, I think he's doing okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know how we're going to segue out of this. Alcoa, by the way, state uh, championship games. The 3A state title game in Chattanooga at Finley Stadium. That was played this morning slash this afternoon. Alcoa. Wins forty-two to twenty. By the way, do you know how many years in a row Alcoa has won the state championship? No, I don't. That would be nine years in a row. Okay, so they're having a good decade. They're kind of good. Okay, forty-two twenty over East Nashville. Currently, right now, it's South Pittsburgh and McKenzie. South Pittsburgh's fourteen and zero. McKenzie is thirteen and one. So mm-hmm. that is the one A. State title game, no score right now, and there's about 10 minutes to go in the first. So I'm not sure where McKenzie is, but South Pittsburgh, this has got to be almost a home game for them considering yeah, right. you know, where they are. But, you know, listen, McKenzie could be located downtown Chattanooga for all I know. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> it could I don't be. know. I, I don't know. I'm, now I feel bad. And I, you know, is that McKenzie County? By the way, right. we talked about the attendance yesterday. Yes, sir. Last night, McCauley beats Baylor 34-28. Packed house last night. Last night? Yeah. Okay. For the uh, Division II AAA state championship game. Okay. McCauley and Baylor, two powerhouses going at it. Great crowd down there last night. So McKenzie High School is over in West Tennessee, by the way. It's right outside of, uh, of, of Huntington. Now, that's the biggest, closest city. It's, you know, McKenzie, Tennessee is where it is. But it's Paris... Dresden, Huntington, okay. Northwest okay. Ten- Central Tennessee, over over there, if you know where that is. Yep. You think UT Martin's neighborhood, essentially. Speaking of West, West plays uh, Page tonight. That'll be the 5A state championship game. That'll be this evening in Chattanooga. And, of course, another round tomorrow. So this is it. All tomorrow right. we'll do it. And then another high school season is in the books. Okay. So we'll keep you posted on the South uh, Pittsburgh and McKenzie score. When we come back, Travis Ryer's been covering Alabama for a long time, and we'll learn uh, or we'll find out about what could happen in this game. But there's a lot of stuff all week mm-hmm. swirling about if Alabama wins. If Alabama wins, what happens then? We'll talk to Travis. We'll do that next here on the McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. 
As a Middle Tennessee-based company, Strike and Spare Family Fund Centers is committed to helping our community. This November, we are honoring our local veterans. Strike and Spare is partnering with We Are Building Lives, a local foundation dedicated to helping veterans get back on their feet. So far, more than 1,100 homeless veterans have been helped off the streets through the We Are Building Lives Foundation. During November, for every $5 donation made to We Are Building Lives, Strike and Spare will give you a free game of bowling. Visit any of our five area Strike and Spare centers to donate or visit strikeandspare.com to donate today and help our heroes find a way home. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts. From the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob's Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit jacksonboonracing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Yeah, I lose to Alabama, I'm depressed. Boom. Well, I just didn't expect the collapse when you get excited in the first half. Yeah, halftime, you were probably dancing. Oh, man. Yeah, it was kind of depressing. I don't think it's because Vols fans were like, we lost in Tuscaloosa? Like, so disappointing. It's really about what happened, right? It was like two different games. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Titans fans, Preds fans, we have you covered. The McFarland Show. Rolling along on this Friday afternoon, Darren and Justin here with you. We are the McFarlands, and we are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center studio. Hope everybody's having a good day so far. Bama's having a good day because they had quite the finish. Uh, 
in the Iron Bowl. I mean, we talked about it on Monday's show. We've talked about it all week. And now they're going to have to put those in the in a chest and leave them alone and get ready for the SEC championship game tomorrow afternoon down in Atlanta against Georgia. Guy who's been covering Bama for a long time. Travis Ryer is on the line with us. BamaOnline.com also does a podcast down there. Travis, how we doing? Doing great, Darren. How are you? Doing fantastic. That was one of the more unbelievable finishes in the Iron Bowl. And there's been a lot of craziness, mm-hmm. as you know, in the Iron Bowl over the years. But that was, uh, well, that certainly was was right up there at the top, wasn't it? No doubt about it. And it, as you said, is a series in which there's been more than just one or two improbable finishes going back to my formative years uh, as a football fan into the you know, early to mid eighties, uh, certainly had quite a few in that stretch when the game was played in Birmingham on an annual basis. But boy, when you talk about some of the finishes, just in Auburn alone in this series, I'm, I'm talking about college football as a whole. We just haven't seen many like it. I don't think Hugh Freeze will ever get past <laughs> that game. He'll never say it publicly, but I mean, just, you just think about, you know, today's world where we have analytics and numbers for everything, right? And to know that what did Alabama have less than a one percent chance of winning on that play, and they win is I, I don't well, know you how snap, you get past that. Do yeah, what? That's a, as long as you got a snap, I guess you got <laughs> right. a one percent chance. <laughs> yeah, that game. Yeah, it was uh, it was incredible. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. And uh, you know, it, it 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 you know, a couple of years ago, we thought that that incredible finish was going to be maybe a predictor of what was to come the following week with Georgia looking as good as it did at the time and Alabama sort of stumbling into that SEC championship game. And then we saw an entirely different Alabama team that week. So it just goes to show uh, how difficult it can be week to week to try to figure these teams out. What has been the talk down there, Travis, in Tuscaloosa? Because it's one thing to hear the talk on a national platform because I'm not surprised with some of the, the silliness, in my opinion, that's come out this week but let's just play the what if game that everybody's been playing and actually i've been playing this on the show for several weeks going now hold on just wait what what if bama beats georgia this is weeks ago i was talking about this then what's going to happen with all this well let's play it if bama wins tomorrow how do you think this is truly going to play out who are they going to put in uh, who who's going to get left out in your opinion i it's it's very hard to envision um Alabama being left out if it plays out that way. If the Crimson Tide knocks off Georgia tomorrow afternoon, finishes well going into a playoff scenario, would then be 12-1. and And when you think about the 31-game stretch that Georgia's been on, it includes a 29-game winning streak. Georgia would then be 29-2, and and it's only two losses, and that run would be to Alabama. So... And just the SEC in general. I mean, we, we kind of get caught up in the vacuum these days, anyway, of Georgia-Alabama. Um, when Alabama's always had a dance partner of significance during the Saban era, whether it was Florida early on, whether it evolved into LSU. Um, and then, of course, Auburn has had some opportunities. Won a national championship in 2010. Uh, had a very good chance at another one in 2013. So, uh, this is the, the league, and to me, I just think the validity of a four-team tournament uh, takes a hit, uh, to be quite honest with you, if, if you don't have SEC representation. Now, look, if it was a year ago, 
and it's LSU with, what, three losses going into the game, and LSU somehow knocks off Georgia uh, a year ago, okay, that, that's, an, that's a different scenario. But we would be talking about a one-loss champ at this point, and um, I don't think there's any doubt. If, if the SEC gets left out, um, if it plays out that way, it, the playoff loses some shine. Yeah, I I completely agree with you. I, I think really the key to all of this is what happens in the ACC championship game, right? That That, that is the key because – I don't. I guess they're not going to leave out a Florida State team without their their quarterback because if they go undefeated, I guess they're just gonna they're gonna put them in. But who's kidding who? I mean, that they're just not looked at the same way. They're probably going to get in, but if they win, that is going to create the chaos, right? If they lose, it makes things a little bit easier, don't you think? Yes, I think if a couple teams lose, it makes things a lot easier. If- for if obviously if Alabama loses, that's the dream scenario right, right now right. for the selection committee. But beyond that, sure. Um, you know, and some of us are old enough to remember 1998 Tennessee's national championship out in Tempe when Florida State had a similar quarterback situation. Marcus Allen mm-hmm. forced into action. And, you know, it seemed like the right thing to do back then to have Florida State and Tennessee play I guess a BCS championship at that point, and um, you know it 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 didn't work out for Florida State in that scenario. So, you know, in in terms of a reward for a great season, if it does work out that Florida State wins potentially with its third string quarterback now, as we're hearing potentially mm-hmm. on Saturday night, um, yeah, sure, is a reward. But in terms of reality of what will await Florida State. Let's say if it's Georgia um, in a semifinal, yeah, I mean, I, I think we all kind of have a pretty good idea anyway of how that might play out. Yeah, they'd be a two-touchdown underdog. <laughs> That's yep. what they would be. At least. Yeah. yeah. So how did this thing get turned around and, and you know, Milrow, everything that took place with him in the first month of the season to losing at home, a rare, rare home loss to Texas, to Alabama after that, looking like the Alabama we've been accustomed to over the last, you know, 12 to 15 years. So how did it get turned around? I think it took uh, the South Florida game in some ways, especially where the quarterback situation is concerned, because once you got through that debacle and you had played all three guys extensively, uh, it was, there was clarity provided, I think. And at least in the, in the mind of Nick Saban, who I'm pretty sure at that point turned to Tommy Reese and said, okay, we've looked at all three of these guys. Jalen's the guy, figure it out. We've got to figure out how to get the most out of him uh, and this offense. And from that point forward, give Tommy Reese and, and that staff a lot of credit. They've done exactly that. It seems like on a week-to-week basis they've added, um, they've evolved, um, they've kind of – sorted through some things and figured out exactly who they want to be on offense. And uh, the result's been been what most of us anticipated. Really thought this would be a team that would potentially struggle with Texas early because it was week two and then have an opportunity going into October and November to be playing its best football. I think it even came around a little bit later than I had anticipated, but here they are. And so um, that was, to me, the the seminal seminal moment in all this when when you know the South Florida uh, when you basically beached the offense in Tampa 
there there really wasn't anywhere else to turn and um, give Jalen Miller a lot of credit too. I mean, this is a guy that you know even going into tomorrow's game, I'm not confident that he'll play a great game. I think he can, uh, but I think Jalen Milrow's confident he's going to play great tomorrow, and that's that's all that matters at the end of the day. Talk to me about wrapping your head around the fact that there is no more Eastern and Western division in SEC football. Yeah, that's going to be just sort of bizarre because that's really all we've known, right? Yeah. Um, you, you go back to the start of the SEC championship game and with Florida and Alabama in those early games, and you know it gave you something to look forward to on an annual basis. I guess, though, you know, we had had some rematches because of cross-division opponents during the mm-hmm. regular season. But um, I, I think it's probably in the best interest for everyone, especially with Texas and Oklahoma coming in. And also you're going to expand the playoffs. So, boy, just so many things are going to change here in the next 12 months. The next time, you know, we get together and talk about an SEC championship game moving forward, it's going to be, well – you know, what if this team is already pretty much in the playoff, but they have a couple guys beat up? Do you really, do you really push those guys in a conference championship game when before that would have been like Georgia for tomorrow with the injuries it has? And yeah. absolutely, you anticipate all those guys giving it a go. But you know, it's just going to be a different perspective, I think, in some ways when we when we look at these these conference championship games and. You know, also kind of how the scheduling is going to change um, and the the removal of the divisions. You know, you bring up an interesting point that I have not thought about until you said that, and that is the top two teams in the SEC to play in the SEC championship game. Chances are heavy that both of them will be going to the playoffs in some you know way, shape, or form. There's no way that both of the, the best teams in the SEC don't end up in the playoffs. That, you know, that, that doesn't seem quite right. So it does take a lot of umph out of this game a little bit uh if both teams are going to be going to the playoffs anyway yeah i, I think there's something that uh, i was thinking about it the last couple of days that will still come into play with uh more than a few of these teams and that's that coaches have incentives in their contract yeah for sec well, you, you better spread them down to the players then <laughs> so i think the coaches will still have a pretty vested interest i know you could say well you played a long game in that scenario you know, what's 100K to win the SEC championship, you know, when you could put yourself in a bad spot where your next bonus up might be 250 for a national championship. But, uh, you know, I, I think most coaches are bird-in-the-hand type guys. And uh, so if they got a chance to win, they're going to do it in each and every time they get out there, even without the incentives. Well, what what will happen, in my opinion, is mm-hmm. what, we've been, what we've been seeing happen uh, – you know, with kids that are going to declare. In this case, think about if you're if you're a coach. If you know, no matter what the outcome of this game is, we're in the playoffs, and it's really not changing a whole lot. Maybe a seed, what have you? Um, are you going to risk losing certain players? I mean, you may back down players to save them sure. for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of the angle we're we're pointing towards here, and. Yeah, I think it'll be different, too, for different programs, right? I mean, if you're Ole Miss and you finally get to this game, you're going to play, you're going to do everything you can to to win it. You know, maybe if you're Alabama or Georgia, you've got, you know, like Alabama, you've got, what, 
nearly 30 of these yeah. um, already in your bank. Uh, it could be different. Um, I, I, but I think with Nick Saban, it, it, it won't change anything. That, that guy, every time you tee it up, it, it doesn't matter what you're playing for. He's, he's going to go and, and do everything he can to win. Travis, you're speaking to someone right now who was born in Huntsville, Alabama. I went to college there in Huntsville. I didn't grow up in Huntsville, but I moved back to go to college. I worked at the ABC affiliate in Huntsville two different times. I was at Tuscaloosa when uh, Nick Saban was was hired. I was at the airport. I went to the press conference the next day. I, I know a little something about the state and about the Alabama fans. And so I'm asking this question with that backdrop as in, are they disappointed are they ready to move on? There's always that part of the Alabama fan base that's always looking to see, well, I wonder who's next, or, well, Saban's not going to be doing this much longer, or, well, Saban's past his prime. It, it shows we're no longer as dominant as we once were. What's the temperature down there in regards to the future of Alabama football? Something they'd rather not consider still at this point. <laughs> I mean, you'll always hear names that are thrown out there and potential exit scenarios and things like that. And, you know, perhaps if October and November hadn't gone as well, if this was a three-loss team right now, that narrative would be, that drumbeat would be a lot stronger. But here they are again, you know, 11 wins already, and that's the 13th straight year that they've done that. Mm. That's one of the more incredible feats <laughs> that they've accomplished under Nick Saban. It's one of those things that until we get, five, ten years removed from his tenure, we probably won't all appreciate enough. Um, it's just like, you know, they won eight straight in the SEC championship game. They don't, man, they're on an eight-game winning streak in the league championship game. So, you know, those are as long as those type of numbers kind of keep track and keep pace, uh, yeah, it's something Alabama fans would, just, would, would rather just put off and think about on another day. Okay, well, uh, so last question for me on, on this front is, did they just miss a quarterback, or is Jalen Milrose just a late bloomer? Or how did we get to the point to where Alabama did not know who the starting quarterback was in week one, and, you know, back in September? And I really did think, because Nick Saban has a habit, Travis, as you well know, of playing up the opponent and playing down his own team. And so I thought, you know, Nick is just putting on, it can't be that bad. It's just Nick being Nick, and, you know, he's just talking. But, you know, lo and behold, it was an actual legit competition for this thing. So so what, what happened? What, why wasn't there an obvious heir apparent uh, in place for this team? Yeah, you know, it's not the first time. They, they had to run with Jalen and Tua and Mac and Bryce, but, you go back to 2014, there weren't a lot of people that were sold on Blake Sims going into that mm. season. You go back to 2015, they went into that season in a similar fashion that they did with Jalen and these guys. Uh, if you remember, uh, Cooper Bateman got the start against Ole Miss in that home loss uh, back in 2015. Before they got it back to Jake Coker. Yeah. And it's kind of like the Jalen situation this year. So. You know, there's been some uncertainty. They've just had the luxury with the previous four quarterbacks of just being able to kind of transition seamlessly to the next guy. Yeah, I think Jalen, it, it, it took him a little time. And I think it also took some recognition and some work by the offensive staff to kind of evolve with that offense and not ask him to be Bryce Young 
you know, not just straight drop him and say, okay, uh, full field reads and get the ball where it needs to go on one ready break. You know, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. that's, that's not every quarterback's game. I think Jalen can do some of that, but when you have a skill set like his, be kind of crazy not to incorporate all of it. And I think we've seen a continuation of that throughout the season. I think they've done a nice job with some X factor type players like Kendrick Law, who they've incorporated more, get him some easy touches for some explosive plays. And just, I think they needed some time to sort of just figure it out and figure out exactly who they were and what they were going to be. And, um, you know, once they've done that, it's, it's been good. On the way out, Travis, Alabama needs to do what? To pull off the upset. Alabama needs to, well, I mean, turnover margin is so cliche, but obviously that's going to be big in this game. Um, Alabama needs to be the the offense that uh, dictates in in this game. Um, I'm sure, you know, Georgia is thinking the same thing, but I think with Milrow and his ability between running and throwing the football, Alabama could put you know, Georgia in more of a bind, I think, defensively in this game. So uh, need to play to every one of his strengths and get him going early. And if it means design runs early, go ahead and do it because he's going to have to have that kind of game, in my opinion, for Alabama to win this game. And I think also uh, red zone. You know, and these are two teams with really, really good kickers. Um, and I'm sure both defenses would love to see him out there, especially on red zone stops and kind of game too, where I think, you know, whoever kicks the most red zone field goals, a lot of times in a game like this loses. So those would be a couple of things I would point to. And, you know, as much as possible defensively for Alabama, put Georgia in a position where Carson Beck's not only having to throw the football a good bit, but he's having to hold the football to make the kind of throws that they want to make. In other words, give those edge rushers like Chris Braswell, Dallas Turner, time to maybe get to him. Take away the quick game and some of those things. And, you know, also what wouldn't hurt is if Brock Bowers and Ladd McConkey are, are as limited as it sounds like they might be. But I'm sure Alabama defensively is going in this game expecting both those guys to, to give it a full go. Yep, no doubt. Should be another good one. Travis, really appreciate your time as always. Thank you, sir. Enjoy the game. We'll talk to you down the road. Thanks, guys. Travis Ryer, BamaOnline.com. Been covering Alabama for a very, very long time. Does a great job. We appreciate his time. We're wide open this the rest of the hour, 615-844-5600. If you want to get involved in the show, and we can do that next. Woods Equipment Company. We'd like to recognize and salute our veterans and local men and women in uniform. Let's remember them with our thoughts, prayers, and especially letters and packages from home. Our support will keep America strong. This important message is courtesy of Woods Equipment Company at 600 Davidson Street in Nashville, where they feel our area is a great place to live and raise a family. Call Woods Equipment Company at 615-256-5639. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. 
It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Princess Hot Chicken, the Tango Malls, has everybody talking about it, including the head basketball coach at TSU, Brian Penny Collins. I went to Wise Creek High School. Before every game, we went to Princess Chicken on Dickerson Road. Every single game. And it's the best. It's a staple in Nashville. And it just takes me all the way back. Princess Chicken's from tenders to whole wings. They got baked beans, collard greens, and delicious desserts. It's all at Princess Hot Chicken. Heat and flavor. Princess is the original home of hot chicken worldwide. Check us out at the downtown location right across from Bridgestone Arena in the Fool Assembly Hall. South Nashville location on Nolesville Road. And the new Tango Outlet Mall in Antioch. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Please submit a resume to Princess Hot Chicken, AFH at gmail.com or fill out an application on the Princess Hot Chicken website. That's princesshotchicken.com and then Click on Join Our Team, PrincessHotChicken.com. Princess Hot Chicken, proud sponsor of WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Craig Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Exclusive National Sports Radio, WNSR, sky scan forecast for this morning. Showers remains mostly cloudy for the day. The high temperature 66. Clouds and scattered showers tonight below 54. Saturday cloudy with showers likely. The high 64. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. They're in the second quarter. No score still between South Pittsburgh and McKenzie. 10.53 to go in the first half. MTSU has put out a press release from Athletics Director Chris Massaro. Oh. And he said he wanted to provide an update on the process. To their coaching search. Okay. He said, first, I want to convey that interest in our program in this job is tremendously high. And we have already communicated with several quality candidates. We have conduct- conducted 16 Zoom interviews and four phone interviews as a part of the hiring procedure. While also going through the vetting process, while we cannot share more specific information at this time to protect the integrity of the search, the process is moving swiftly. If you want to assure that you will, uh, 
If you want to uh, assure you, uh, we want to, excuse me, I'm having trouble here. I want to assure you that we will thoroughly evaluate and do everything required to find the right individual to lead the Blue Raider football program. I hope it's the name of a new head coach sometime next week. Next week? Sometime next week. Thank you for your patience, and we look forward to bringing you our 15th head coach in school history. That coming from Athletics Director Chris Massaro. He said it's moving swiftly. Well, that's Wants to have a hire next week. That is pretty swift. Okay. Good for them. I mean, I, I don't. I, I, I mean, look, it's more important to get it right, right? Than yeah. I guess how quick. But well, yeah. with the portal opening up, and you know, you, you right. got to get somebody in. Well, yeah, the, the the signing days, the first yeah. signing days yeah. coming up. Yeah. yeah and by yeah. the way, that one's become more of a big deal than the one in February. Yeah. It used to be yeah. a big deal, right? Yeah. All right, let's go to the phones. We've got loaded lines six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Let's see. Let's start with Nate. Nate, what's up? What's up, fellas? How you doing? Um, good. How are y'all? Fantastic. So uh, I thought I would start by um, telling y'all something that kind of not necessarily threw me off, but I read wrong. So I saw um, on my phone an up or a breaking news from ESPN says dead Longhorn found at Oklahoma State fraternity before the Big Twelve title game. I took that in the most worst way I ever could. I thought they were talking about like a football player or something. I didn't think about them talking about an actual cow longhorn. Yeah, they got you to click on the story. Yeah, no. Yeah. 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 Well, I didn't read it after I realized yeah. what I, uh, yeah. <laughs> the mistake I made. But I will say, um, as for last night, y'all had a, don't want to say heated discussion because it wasn't really heated about some of the fans reactions Mm -hmm. to John Hines. And I mean, I was, I was one of them. It was, I, I did, you know, boo, like, you know, tremendously loud, but uh, part of it is probably from some liquid encouragement I had. (laughs) And um, that's honest. Okay. (laughs) the, The other part, is I feel like the organization, like Justin was trying to convey earlier, didn't promise, but they they were saying, you know, they they were talking John Hines up a lot, like they have been doing with some prospects. Well, what I mean, what, what are you supposed to do? I, what are you supposed yeah, to we, talk down we, your hire? <laughs> ah, no, you know, well, no. I mean, this is all we could get. So you know, hopefully, hopefully you'll like this guy. <laughs> But, I mean, when you know that this guy has been around the league a few times and the other stops haven't been that successful. Stop. Singular. One stop. Yeah. New Jersey. I mean, it wasn't that successful. I I don't know. They had had my hopes up, and they they dropped pretty quickly. I don't hate John Hines. I don't not like him. He's a great person. I just don't think he's that great of a coach. Okay. But but that – okay. That's that's fair. I mean, that's his yeah. opinion. And then he went out and beat the Predators six to one. But but hey, you know. Yeah, by the way, <laughs> John Hines. I know. I just I'm just messing with. I'm just messing with you. Golly, today we're on edge. We're okay. we're, we're on edge. This is an edgy Friday. Okay. Uh, by the way, John Hines is two zero. I told you. Look, well, I, I didn't. I didn't say he's going to sustain. It's the weirdest thing. I, it's not foolproof. It doesn't always happen, but no. I I've never seen a sport change coaches like hockey 
and things seem to change, literally, like yeah. for the better. And they don't necessarily change. No, like a person now, right, yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it's just the coach. And we're switching the line around, you know, we're going to no, change goalies, like, you know, we're going to. No, it's just, I, I don't, I cannot put a finger on it, but. And again, start wearing the, the road jerseys at home and the home jerseys on the road. <laughs> That'll fix it. Yeah. No, it, but he is 2 0 since he took over a I bad mean, Minnesota team. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, let's go to, and by the way, Nate, it's cool, man. I, by the way, I appreciate him ca- calling in and saying that he did that. He's and that's fine, man. And, and was very honest about it. Yes. And I'm sure liquid encouragement had something to do with it for others, well, too. He wasn't you know, the only it one. It is Broadway, after all. That's right. Uh, let's go to Eric. Eric, what's up? Hey, guys, uh, I'm probably not going to talk about the NFL, but one quick thing on the college guys, I think tomorrow somebody's going to get screwed. That's just my feeling that somebody will definitely. And, guys, I told them on this morning show, uh, I would not be shocked, but I would be surprised if an SEC team doesn't get in. But I think that could happen. Uh, now, if I think Georgia wins, of course, it's all over. Even yeah. if I think Georgia loses close, I'll probably get in. I hate to say this, guys. I think the only way, even if Alabama wins in the close game, they get in. I think they're going to have to boat race Georgia for them realistically to get in. No. And no. if they do no. that. Listen, listen, listen no way. Eric, Eric, listen, listen. Okay. Real quick. Yeah. If Alabama wins, yeah. the odds of the SEC getting snubbed from the playoffs, and I want everybody yeah. to hear this, yeah. is the same odds as you or me yeah. or yeah. Justin or yeah. Damon winning the lottery. Yeah. It's the same odds. Like, yeah. The SEC yeah, is not going to get snubbed. I think it's more the likely they get we'll two see. teams in than right, none. Right. I would agree with I that. I think it's more, we'll, and we'll, I'm serious, I think it's more likely that Georgia and Alabama get in than, nobody. than yeah. no teams. Yeah. I, 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 I just don't think we're going to get two, tens in, two teams in. Guys, but we'll say this. And that's fine. On, I'm saying. It, 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 all, it also too depends on if Florida State wins tomorrow and what happens with Texas. Right. I think those are the two variables because if that does happen to something like that, which means either Florida State they win will get screwed or Texas, and Texas will probably have a more gym to beat, but we'll see. I, Guys, I just uh, can't imagine yeah. uh, in this. I, uh, there's just no scenario where the SEC does yeah. not get a team in. That I, to me, it's the same odds as us winning the lottery. It's the yeah, same. I agree. Odds. They're the best, they're the best team comp, team uh, conference in the country. The only, but I think for sure you get in. Of course, if Michigan gets upset. And, uh, you know, that's probably the only other way that that happens, but we'll see. Guys, a couple of NFL things I want to talk about. First of all, last night's game, I'm kind of, it's kind of like, you know, what I expected where Dallas won. I said, win or lose, I think, you know, it was no win situation for Dallas, but I still got to, I do have to get to Dak the way he's playing right now. Some have said he's third behind Holmes and Jalen Hurts. Some have said he's second behind Jalen Hurts, but he certainly has vaulted up in the MVP conversation. But we'll see if he can continue to play well against the teams they've got coming up. And as far as Seattle guys, I think I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. If you see who they got to play, they play San Francisco next Sunday in San Francisco. Then they play uh, the Eagles in Monday Night Football at home, and they still have the Steelers come to uh, Seattle in a few weeks. So they're in a lot of trouble. And sandwiched in between, they come to Nashville now since it's a Monday Night game on a short week. But we'll see what happens. And guys, the the uh, San Francisco Philadelphia game. I really believe 49ers will win because I think they're the best team of football with healthy and stuff. But I just think the law of averages eventually going to catch up with Philadelphia. It, uh, having to play San Francisco after having 10 days off, then they're going to play Dallas after them having 10 days off. If Philadelphia get through that, they truly are the best team. But I just got a feeling 
I don't know if they'll lose both of them, but I think they will lose one of these next two games, but we'll see. Hmm. Guys, y'all take care. Thank you, Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again soon. You do the same. Uh, we'll come back. We'll wrap up the first hour. Tony, we'll get to you. We'll take a quick break and uh, get that call next. Do you want to work at the OG of Hot Chicken, Princess Hot Chicken Tanker? Outlet Mall, 4060 Cane Ridge Parkway, Suite 102 in Antioch. Princess is looking for fun, energetic, and friendly smiling faces as food runners and cashiers. They're also looking to create an amazing culinary team to carry on the Princess tradition. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Submit a resume to princesshotchickenafh at gmail.com or fill out an application on the Princess Hot Chicken website. That's princesshotchicken.com. PrincessHotChicken.com Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the Best of Rutherford County voting for Best Liquor Store and Top Wine Shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Fill the halls with shouts of winning, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Tis the season to be giving, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Instant games to friends and family, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Join the joyous cash prize carol, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. With top prizes up to $500,000, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today. Please play and gift responsibly. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. Hey, and by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. After it on this Friday, 
5,600 is the phone lines. Forever Titan wide receiver Chris Sanders set to join us to be in the second hour of the program. Also, McFarland's six-pack of picks before we get out of here. Let's go to Tony. Tony, what's up? Good afternoon, guys. Hey, uh, I'll be quick. Um, first of all, earlier this year, we were talking about that Arizona team. Guys, they ended up being 9-3, and three, and two of their three losses were in overtime, one of them being a four-overtime loss, and another their other loss was to uh, Mississippi State in overtime, and then they lost to uh, Washington. I'd say that's a pretty – Pretty solid team right there in Arizona. Um, I've got a couple of bowl games that I'd love to see. Mm. I'd love to see UCF play Auburn. That would be the mm. Gus, Gus mm. Miles on bowl. Yeah, I would like good. to see Texas A&M play Duke, the Elko Bowl. Mm. I would love to see Iowa play LSU. You have one side of the ball that can't – can't score points, but at the same time, you got the other side of the ball that can't stop a clock. What about LSU and, and Notre then, Dame? And then, Why not Iowa's that? Defense, they've got a good defense, and LSU's got a good offense. That's some bowl games I'd like to see. And lastly, the the playoffs. Eric just said somebody's going to get screwed. It's not about getting screwed. This is the first time since we've been doing the by the committee when everybody didn't want the BCS computer picks, this is the first time by committee since 2014 that each Power 5 conference has a legitimate team to be playing for the playoffs. You're going to have five good teams and four can only go. So, yes, somebody is going to be left out, but it is rather ironic the year that the Pac-10 decides to Disband, break up, dissolve. Uh, you've got two teams. One of those two, very likely, will get into the playoffs. And, yep. uh, so it's, it's a crazy situation. Got to go, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Out Appreciate of town, it. my man. So sorry. Have a great weekend. Appreciate your call as always. That's going to do it for hour number one. Chris Sanders. We'll talk a little bit about the Titans. We'll do that next here on the McFarland Show. AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Rena Roy. With the ceasefire in Israel now over, Palestinian civilians are wondering if they'll again be left without essential supplies. ABC's Inez de la Kutera is in Jerusalem. When it comes to that aid, there are fears that it's going to stop flowing in or will at least be uh, limited uh, once again. Part of the reason we had seen the ceasefire was for humanitarian aid to get in and, of course, for hostages to get out. A special election will be called by New York's governor to fill the congressional seat of George Santos. The Long Island Republican is now the sixth member ever to be kicked out of the House, facing a 23-count federal indictment. He denies wrongdoing. Sandra Day O'Connor, the first woman to sit on the U.S. Supreme Court, has died. A court statement citing the cause as dementia and a respiratory illness. Sandra Day O'Connor was 93. A federal appeals court ruling lawsuits against Donald Trump over the January 6th riot can move forward. 
rejecting the former president's claim of immunity. This is ABC News. I can't wait for what's next. Even with higher stroke risk due to atrial fibrillation in a regular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem. Eliquis, the Pixaban tablets, reduces stroke risk. It's the number one cardiologist prescribed blood thinner. Don't stop taking prescription Eliquis without talking to your doctor as this may increase your risk of stroke. Eliquis can cause serious and in rare cases fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis if you have an artificial heart valve, abnormal bleeding, or have antiphospholipid syndrome. While taking, you may bruise more easily or take longer for bleeding to stop. A spinal injection while on Eliquis increases risk of blood clots, which may cause paralysis, the inability to move. Get medical help right away for unexpected bleeding or unusual bruising, or if you have tingling, numbness, or muscle weakness. It may increase your bleeding risk if you take medicines, such as aspirin products, NSAIDs, SSRIs, SNRIs, and blood thinners. Tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures. Learn more at Eliquis.com or call 1-855-ELOQUIS. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour of the McFarland Show here on this Friday afternoon. State championship games, Bluegrass Bowl, in Chattanooga. One game in the book, South Coa has won their ninth straight state title. They defeat East Nashville 42-20. South Pittsburgh, 14-0 on the season. McKenzie, 13-1. First half winding down, no score Mm. still between those two. And finally tonight, it'll be West and Page for the 5A state championship and then another round tomorrow and then high school football is over for another season let's bring in forever titans wide receiver chris sanders he joins us chris how we doing man i'm actually doing pretty good man just got done listening to some ricky skaggs and uh al Jarreau, so i'm ready to go what's going on man what's your favorite ricky skaggs song interesting combination uh, uh, i love the i love the i can count the ways okay all right good stuff <laughs> wow what's going on i don't even think that's the song (laughs) good no it is 
It is. He's telling me he, he did a duet with uh, Justin Dolly Bieber Parton. and Al Yeah, Dolly Parton. It's that new yeah. remix. <laughs> How y'all doing, man? How was y'all's Thanksgiving? No, it was great. How was yours? Man, I ate like 27 turkeys and two pieces of ham. Yeah, you still so, swole? Still, man, I got my guns are still popping out the shirt, though. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. I how did a tank top uh, with a Kool-Aid thing. Go ahead. How did uh, the Big Ten champ- or the Big Ten game go on Saturday? See, that ain't that ain't even cool, man. No, I, I just mean, want to get your thoughts. Cool. No, nah, see, that, I thought we were friends, man. You know I went to Ohio State. You know Michigan, we in Michigan, or Ishigan, we don't get along with that team up north. I mean, but, uh, you know, overall, I think, in my opinion, I think it was one of the best the best rivalry games I've seen in a long, long time. I mean, you got two teams that are 11-0. You got quarterbacks that are good. You got the history of, you know, each, uh, you know, head coach Ryan Day and Harbaugh, which he wasn't coaching. But, man, I'm going to tell you something. That was a physical, physical game, and it was kind of like whoever had the ball last was going to win, and, you know, Ohio State came up short. How good, in your opinion, oh. is Marvin Harrison Jr.? He is a dude. You know, you know what's so funny, Darren? I didn't know he was that big. Yeah. He was like 6'4", and he's long. He's a lot bigger than his dad. Yeah, his dad's about 4'4", four, four, too. He still needs a booster seat. <laughs> I mean, all <laughs> Man, <laughs> wow! The disrespect to the Hall of Famer. On top like of that, that. On, on top of that, he had the Jeff Fisher mustache. I'm like, dude, cut that thing off, man! <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, man. We you can't have that fur on your face like that. He could well, honestly, okay. in my opinion, and I want to hear yours. He could play in the NFL right now. Like he could literally be on somebody's roster, running nah. routes right now. Nah, because you because he hasn't been lifting weights, so he went from weighing 130 to 117. So nah, he's not. You don't think nah, so? No, because the thing about it is, you you know, I, in my mind, I think I can come and play, but physically I don't think I can because, you know, I mean, I know I'm swollen and everything, but I tried to run like a 100-meter dash, and it felt like my spleen was about to pop out because in my mind I thought I was in shape, but physically I couldn't do it. I, I, I mean, I just can't. <laughs> the mind is willing, but the flesh. The, the, yeah, the pictures that you paint on radio just never <laughs> – Cease to amaze me. And then I got a bunion you know, on my toe. That dude was just looking at me at night like, Chris, what are we doing? Your spleen so, was going to fall another, out. <laughs> I know that's how it was. Um, I can't, yeah. <laughs> how do I ever segue with him? Okay, okay, know. first you of all. keep going. Of, that's what you have to do. Okay, you have so, to okay, ignore it and all, keep going. You, first of all, you, you, uh, you, you text me. You said you call me Aaron Kenny. <laughs> I mean, at least, at least call me Jackie Harris. I mean, come on, man. Jackie really? Harris. What's wrong with Aaron Kenny? I thought that was a compliment. Aaron Kenny had good hands, man. He, oh, yeah, he was a big dude, He's man. Big dude. Big I guy. saw him about four weeks ago. We did an uh, NFL PA thing. I think it was uh, in Memphis. No, not Memphis. It was something we did here. But, yeah, he's still like he's in shape. Man. I, looking at him now, I did not know he was that big. Yeah, he's huge, man. He is ginormous. He was about 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. yeah, he was yeah. gigantic yeah. of a human being. And he got yeah. dreads. He had dreads. And then, and then he had those thick eyebrows, you know, like. They were connected, so he had a unibrow. Oh, wow. Dang, <laughs> yeah. So you know if he was happy or sad. I'm like, you, you know, know with Anthony like, yeah, Davis? Why you Aaron, Anthony Aaron Davis if you're listening, like that is Chris Sanders saying this. <laughs> Not us. Don't come looking for us. Because, you know, he's got fireman training. He'll come in with an axe yeah. and stuff. I'm yeah, good. fire hose. But, but, and it'll but, get weird. But, 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 but I, know, I know we're off the subject a little bit, but look at Aaron Kenny. On all seriousness, look at the man that he is. I mean, he played football, made a lot of people cheer. But then on the flip side, I mean, he's running in people's houses, saving lives. I mean, really yeah. think about that. Yeah. That, you know, yeah, he made a teammate some touchdowns. Yes, he was a great teammate. But now he is a head chief 
of 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 a, a fireman. I don't know how you put, how you know how you say it. I don't know what you call it's it. Fire chief. Fire chief. Yeah. Fire, fire chief. Thank you. You guys are awesome. I went to uh, Ohio State, not Michigan, <laughs> but uh, but uh, just knowing that he runs in people's houses and saves their lives, I take my hat off to that each and every day. Eddie George, before we get on this current Titans right. team, is a finalist for the Hall. Yeah, well, you played with him. Yes. Is is it ever going to happen for Eddie? I think it's going to happen this time. I I, I really really, really? do because yes, I, I really really do. You know, I mean, he has over ten thousand yards. And what's the running back from the Patriots that got in? I can't remember his name. For the Patriots? Patriot Patriots uh, Patriots. Uh, then he played for the Jets. Ah, he came out when I came out. Ah, I can't I can't remember his name. Are oh, you talking about Curtis but, uh, Martin? Curtis oh, Martin. Curtis Martin. Curtis yeah. Martin. Curtis yeah, Curtis Martin. Martin. Was, was legit. And uh, he's got he's got the same amount of stats as Eddie George. No, so I think no, 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 he doesn't. No, no, you're receiving numbers. Receiving. He's got ten. Both of them got ten thousand yards, right? Yeah, yeah but what about he's got more than that. No, Curtis Martin has more than ten thousand yards uh, rushing. I thought he was twelve. Maybe it's somewhere in that. I'm looking it up. Well, I'll tell you who else is the finalist. Fred Taylor. Honestly, I think Eddie and Fred Taylor both belong in. Let me tell you something. Both of them. Fred Taylor was a beast. Ask uh, oh. Blaine Bishop, who's who's the hardest back he had to face. Really? And he'll tell you, that, yeah, 1,000%. And the one thing I love about him, everybody talks about the jump cut and everybody starting to do it now. But in my opinion, I think he really invented that. He'd do the jump cut but then explode through the hole and, and take it the distance. I mean, look at look at who they had on that Jaguars team. I mean, they had some big-time receivers. They had Mark Brunel. They had Tony Baselli. They had guys – that can play, man. But do you have Fred Taylor that was a ferocious running back and had that one go-to? That was cool, too. But it was really, really cool, man, to, to see him play. Great, great player. So both him and Eddie, they deserve to be in. By the way, Curtis Martin, 14,101 okay, yards. Well, I, was, dang, I, was a, I was a yard off. <laughs> 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 the disrespect. I think it was actually 4,000 and a yard off. Yeah. <laughs> dang. 14,101 yards. Yeah, ninety touchdowns. Hey, hey, listen, listen to this. If you if you Ooh. don't think he's worthy, Chris, at age thirty one in two thousand four, he ran for sixteen hundred ninety seven yards. Yeah, he needs to be in. God. <laughs> he was. He yeah, was but you dude. know, he you know he was in the combine when he came out the same year I came out um, in ninety five. Ninety five, yes, and, sir. And 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 I, and I watched him in the combine. When I tell you that dude is swole. And he can change directions and and catch the ball and do everything that you see a, a Hall of Famer should do. He was an amazing player, but also yeah. he was an amazing dude because I made him a couple of times. What is your assessment so far of Will Levis? You know, I think there's a, a a lot of potential there. And when I say potential, that's a scary word still because when you talk about potential, that's just hidden ability. I think this guy has something. I watch him in the pocket. I watch how he commands the offense. I watch how he takes on the offense, how you know he tells the um, the offense where the pressure's coming. And here's the thing that I love about this cat. Everybody knows his arm is strong and all. That's, that's great. But this guy stands in there and takes a hit and gets up like nothing is happening. So, you know, I think the potential's there. I think he's going to get better and better. But I want to watch him perform when he has a better offensive line. If he has a great offensive line and he has this spectacular arm, then now he has something special. But right now, you just really can't evaluate because the offensive line is so so bad in, in a respectful way. So th- the question is, what about the wide receivers now? Traylon Burks is trying to make yeah. the comeback here, obviously. And listen, I know Traylon Burks gets the gets hit for you know being injury prone already here in his young career. But mm-hmm. for me, yeah. I give him a pass because 
there's a difference between, yeah, you went out for a pass, you caught a flat right. tire, and, you know, your hamstring, you got an Achilles, you know, right, something right, happened. Right, right, right. He got knocked out, Chris, twice. Yeah. And that's he, different. He, that's not the same thing. That is, man. I'm going to go over. I'm going to come over and give you a hug. You really like Trent Burks first. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a hug. That was pretty good. <laughs> well, no, I mean, listen, he got knocked out in Philadelphia. He did, you know, and he, he held on to the ball, but he got knocked out. And then yeah. in the line of the other game, he got knocked. To me, knockouts he, he are did. not the same thing as you know Achilles and hamstrings and things like that. But I think I think I just think that it's, and I say this in the most respectful way. I just think it's. It's each each and every week. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got you got it. When he first came into the uh, NFL, he had an ankle injury. Then you know the next this year, you know he's consistently getting hurt, and it's kind of like this. Just imagine, you know, one of my favorite cars is a Rolls Royce, Rolls Royce Bentley, and and mm-hmm. I, that's the car that I've always won. And the the crazy part about it, I may have some tennis shoes. When I say tennis shoes, I may have some Rams, and I shine it up. It looks good. But if I don't have the battery, I'm gonna look good. The car's gonna look good, but I'm not gonna go anywhere. And that's kind of like the same thing with, with Traylon Burks. The outside appearance is really, really good. He's big. He's physical. He catches the ball at the highest point. You know, you know, when he's in the game, he makes those spectacular plays. But if you're consistently hurt, then you're not going to really go anywhere. And that's not, a, that's not saying he's a bad player. It's just that it's just the, 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 the luck that you're having of continuously being hurt. But when he's on the field and you watch him in camp, he was the talk of the town when he's in the game. I'm telling you, he's something special. Yeah. And- other players that we're looking at, Chickaquanko, for for instance, uh, right. a lot of people were expecting him to have a really big year, but he's getting, you know, it looks like Wiley has actually shown up and been tight end one for this team. Uh, what is that like when you, you know, you're there and you feel like you're going to be the guy, then a fifth round guy is somehow yeah. showing you up? You know, I've, I've watched Chick, and if, when I watched him in, in camp, and I mean, he looked like a world beater. I mean, he looked like man, he's going to be one of the best top, or, or one of the top five, you know, uh, tight ends in the league. But I think once he started dropping balls and and felt the pressure a little bit, that's when he lost a little bit of the confidence. Because if you watch not the last game but the game before, you know, he was struggling to try to catch the ball. He was struggling, you know, even just to catch a routine pass. And when you drop a couple of passes, you're going to lose a lot of confidence. But I feel that if he just goes back to the basics and says, you know what, let me get on the juggling seat, let me catch the routine pass, and let me catch that big play that I need, I think we're going to start, we're going to, start to see the chick that we want to see like we saw a glimpse of. Now you got Wiley, a big six seven guy from Cincinnati, who, can, who, who, who makes a, uh, a couple of great catches. But I still think even though Wiley's caught some passes, I think Chig is still a little better because he still opposes that downfield threat. All right. Did you happen to see last night's game at all between Dallas and Seattle? Oh, man. Metcalf is that dude. Me- okay. That's what I was going to ask you. Whoa. Okay. So, for those who missed it, uh, DK Ooh. Metcalf caught a 73-yard touchdown in that game. According Ooh. to Next Gen Stats, you know, the NFL, when they got the stats going and all that, he's 6'4", 235, Chris. He reached 22 miles wow. per hour. Wow. Running. Now, Ryan. now, Now, put that now you were a track guy, yes. so just put that in perspective here. I, I, you talking about running like the wind? I, yes. I don't even know what what. It, I mean, that's like warp speed, man. I mean, what what are we talking about? You know, when you talk about track speed, because you remember, I think it was last year or the year before. I think he was trying to put, go in the the, the world yes. championship yes. in track. You know, you're going to get at least. You, you're talking about guys that are running nine nines, ten flats, ten ones. He was in the mix. He ran ten three. 
I mean, when you're talking about running mm, 10 3, mm-hmm. that's elite as a track guy. Because when I ran track, I'm not trying to brag or anything. I ran 10 2, so I'm a little faster than Metcalf. I had to throw that little nugget in because, you know, kind of fast. But uh, when you're talking about a guy that big, that tall, can catch the ball and running that fast on a football field, not too many guys are going to catch him. Because if you look, if you look at when he caught that slant and he ran away from the def- defensive back, he was about 15 yards behind him. That's the kind of speed that we're talking about. You're not just talking about a guy that's just big and can just lumber down the field. You're talking about an elite sprinter, an elite guy that if he trained for the Olympics, I think he'll go from 10-3 to maybe 10 flat because he's that explosive. You may have to drop a little weight. It can't be 235 going, you know, nine. Yeah, yeah he that big. And he too, he swole. But, he's six but four, you know yeah. what? But you know what? When he runs track, you're going to lose that type of weight because it's, it's just the nature of when you run track. In football, you're going to gain weight because – you get the training table all the time. I got to ask you about what's going on down sure. in Chattanooga right now. You're you're a coach I'll now. See. I'm about to hang up on you. Don't right do now. no 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 no. Listen I'll, listen I'll, listen. I'll, I understand, but this is this is a, a special time here that these these is. students down here are never ever going to forget. That's a great uh, point, yeah. high school football. And listen, I'm not trying to take anything away from your squad. I'm just saying, you know, these kids work extremely hard. I they know really you're with do. them all the time. Uh, just a quick word about. This experience down there, playing for a state championship on, on the stage, and you know, it's a it's a thing I know you know a, a lot about. Yeah, you know it is, and I had the blessing to play in five of them. I won five or six of them. I, I won. We won one, I think, in 2014. But you know, you know what the cool part about it is 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 starting from day one when you're trying to figure out the identity of your team. You're not knowing, you know, how your quarterback's going to play. Not knowing how your offensive line is going to be. Not knowing the, the identity of your defense. And you watch the process develop. You watch kids develop into great wide receivers. You watch these quarterbacks develop into great quarterbacks. You watch an offensive line that develops together as a unit. And then at the beginning of the season, the papers are saying there's no possible way that you can make it to the state championship. And you watch these kids develop. You watch a quarterback develop. You watch, you know, the offensive line develop. You watch the coaches that come together as a unit. And then all of a sudden you do the impossible and make it to the championship and you see the faces on the kids. You see the faces on the parents. You see the faces on the administration that you saw a team that didn't have an identity, a team that didn't have a quarterback, a team that matured as a group. It's well worth it, and that's why it makes State so beautiful. Last thing, if you were grading Mike Vrabel to this point in year six, mm. what, would you, what kind of grade would you give him? Oh. Yeah, now you should hang up. You talking about hanging up Man. on people? That's 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 rough. I got, that's rough I got a cricket phone. I can't. I got a cricket phone. I uh, <laughs> can't see. Can't. Run out of time. Usage. You know what? I would. I would give him. I would give him a B. B. Just give him a B. Is this overall for for six years or is this overall? Is this right I'm this season? Overall. Okay, overall, you would I, give him a B. Give, what? I give him a B overall a because B. of okay. the reason why I'll give him a B is because he won Coach of the Year when ninety one players were out, ninety one players kept going in and out, hurt in and out, and he won Coach of the Year. So when you take a situation that's so bad, a situation that's so great, and you still find a way to win. That was a special year. I know they didn't make it to the, the Super Bowl, but you took a team that was in disarray. You took a team that was consistently hurt, and you made something. You made uh, something special out of it. So overall, I'm not talking about this year. I'm talking yeah. about overall. Okay. I would probably give. I would probably give him a B just because of that situation. Okay. Good stuff as always, Chris. Um, you have a great weekend, and we'll talk. Man, soon. I love you guys. Man, appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. Hearts, you, hearts coming back your way. 
Forever Titans wide receiver Chris Sanders. Wide open the rest of the way. If you want to jump in there and get involved, 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with the McFarland Show. We'll have our six-pack of picks a little bit later before we get out of here as well. More of the McFarland Show next. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, prize picks is the place to play this season. Prize picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, Prize Picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy, must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. Derek Henry's next. Yeah, I think this is the first of uh, several moves. I, I, I do. Yeah. I think the Titans realize where they are. I think it's a reality check, and I think there could be more moves. I really do. You wake up one morning, you realize it's time to do some different things here. I think that's what it is, so I don't think they're done dealing. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The McFarland Show, broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 1079 FM. 
We read you the statement that was put out from MTSU, the Blue Raiders, and their coaching church. Of course, looking for someone to replace Rick Stockstill. It was quotes from Athletics Director Chris Massaro. It does seem like there's stuff out there swirling and dots are being connected. And maybe they do have a deal in place with somebody. We're going to tell you about that here in just a couple of minutes. So you're going to want to be listening. Here's your hint. We're going to Knoxville just quickly just to learn a little bit more about who might be the next MTSU maybe, coach. Maybe. Maybe. There's a lot of... I, I'm yeah, just saying I'm maybe. Seeing, Scuttlebutt. I'm seeing false smoke here all of a sudden. But well, yeah, we'll uh, see. I'm, I got it. That's why I said okay. maybe. But we're going to do that in a couple of minutes. First, 615-844-5600. Let's go to Kenny the Mailman. Kenny, what's up? Good afternoon, good friends. Good afternoon to you. Hey, Kenny. A quick public service announcement. Get your cards, letters, and packages in the mail ASAP. Mm. Seriously, this year we're expecting to set a world record of package deliveries. In really? The Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Between uh, COVID and the new shopping technique of not going to stores and ordering through the mail, it is unbelievable. Huh. So they're expecting this year is going to be the most ever. Most ever. Hmm. And y'all keep y'all's eyes open. If y'all been good, you might get something in the mail. Oh, we've been good. We've been good. Okay. Hey, I'm just I'm here well, to report. I think you can verify that. We're on the nice list. Worked. Asked me, uh, he said, Big Grover is out for the Colts. Do I think the Titans are going to be able to run on the Colts for this game? And I told him, if the Colts can find three average linemen and Bernie from the movie Weekend at Bernie's, they'll stop the Titans. <laughs> wow. Man. It's, Jeez. They, that's, that's it, it's sad to say, but it's unbelievable. <laughs> Man. You don't see a lot from up top, but it, they showed on TV from ground level last week behind Corey Brewer attempt to block the Panther lineman, and it looked like a bear overreaching an average man. It was unbelievable. <laughs> then they showed the other side, and you couldn't even see anything of Corey Brewer, not an arm, not anything. So it's just unbelievable how you look at position by position on the line, and none of them can hold up. Yeah, well... Wow. I'm glad you brought that up because he is out of the lineup and he is a run stopper for the Colts and not having him in there is going to be a big loss for them on the on the defense defensive well, side of the ball. Well, th- you think that, but I think they did sign Bernie. Well, and and you may be onto something. Hey, who's controlling Bernie? Who's controlling him? <laughs> Thank you, Kenny. Yeah, record-setting year, huh? They're expecting a big year. As you heard, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, he would know. He would know. I mean, he is Kenny the mailman. And, you know, that's a pretty good source. Let's go uh, check in uh, with the president of the Motor City Kitty Club, Dr. Detroit. Didi, what's up? Hey, uh, I just before I pulled out my driveway, just saw a video footage of my champion, Ryan Blaney, <laughs> getting lost in downtown Nashville. Some uh, Somebody came up to him and he goes, I was following Ben Rhodes, and uh, now we don't know where we're going. So uh, I thought that was pretty comical. But, yeah. uh, God, I wish I would have been there last night, man. What a treat that would have been. Uh, see my favorite driver um, get the uh, – for the for a hockey to NASCAR, like a 
Lord Stanley Cup, but the you know I miss the they they don't call it Winston Cup no more because the ban on cigarettes what back in the mid nineties I, I still can't get that it's just um, that's pathetic to me but anyway it is what it is um, I'm a little worried about Florida State uh, facing off against my Louisville Cardinals uh, last I heard it was two and a half is that right uh, I think it's down to one and a half no, really yep but it's did it not start like five and a half? Or no, I think early? it was. No, I think it was two and a half. I think it's it's gone down to one and a half. Interesting. Uh, who, who do you like in that game, and who would be victorious? I mean, right now, and you you heard the hint uh, with Travis Ryer that I mean that there's stuff out there that it, they may be starting their third string quarterback. Yeah, so I, man, that's I. That's that's tough for Florida State. Really. And, and and honestly, yeah. Louisville looked like crap against Kentucky. I think that will Beyond. serve them well. I do. Yeah. Like Beyond. a lot of people are like, oh, you know, Louisville's overrated. Okay, maybe they are a little overrated, but I think looking like crap in that game will only serve them well. Um, I'm going to. It's going to be in our six pack of picks, and I'm going to pick Louisville. All right. Well, hey, like I said, I think I said, said this earlier this week. Uh, you know. Uh, it, it sort of ruined my Thanksgiving. Well, it did ruin my Thanksgiving. Dan Campbell, you've got to win on Thanksgiving Day. And, you know, the Braun brothers, either or, Darren, uh, it's been a, a hell of a first season for the Braun brothers and uh, taking over the program of Louisville and um, justifying the, the amazing wins that they um, the won. But uh, the one that really counts uh, is Saturday night, correct? Yep, that's right. And it is. All right, guys, dismiss. Have a good weekend. Didi, you too. Thank you. See you, buddy. Um, sorry, we're we're trying to multitask. Do we wanna Yeah. Well do we wanna hold on? I mean, if look, if I mean even uh, Vince is saying, uh, you know, there may be a lot of smoke. I mean Oh Vince man, Vince is saying that? Even See, I Vince didn't know is, I didn't know Vince that. Vince is saying that he has not seen it from a legit source. Well, I haven't either. I mean it's it's swirling around here well but I it's mean, not his, coming yeah his wiki page but again oh, we've seen wiki pages be have false, false information please there's a couple of parody accounts that's out here spitting out okay. you know bad info okay. that's fooling a lot of people i'll give you that okay um, but i mean it's he's in the it's enough to know he's in the running now i, I'm, okay. I think we we're could, comfortable with let's that let's do that with that so we'll look we'll we'll say this appropriately right yeah the way we should yeah, yeah. Okay, this isn't a clickbait show. Yeah, we'll we'll just bring Vince on quickly. Um, yeah, just bring him in here. Just because yeah. we don't know where this is going. And again, I will read the statement as we uh, bring in Vince, and then we'll properly set this up. Because MTSU, ironically, um, did put something out. And I read it earlier in the show, and uh, it was talking about this the coaching search, which they have been very, very active since letting Rick Stock still go. It is something we've talked about all week long, and it read as follows. If I could get this to, uh, here we go. So it's short and sweet, but MTSU put out that uh, Chris Massaro said, first I want to convey that interest in our program and this job is tremendously high, and we have already communicated with several quality candidates. We have conducted 16 Zoom interviews and four phone interviews as part of the hiring procedure while also going through the vetting process. While we cannot share more specific information at this time to protect the integrity of the search, the process is moving swiftly. I want to assure you that we will thoroughly evaluate and do everything required 
to find the right individual to lead the Blue Raider football program. My hope is to name a new head coach sometime next week. Thank you for your patience, and we look forward to bringing you our 15th head coach in school history. That coming from MTSU AD Chris Massaro. Mm-hmm. So there is stuff out there. And again, we're going to just set this up. There is stuff out there mm-hmm. acting like Tim Banks, the defensive coordinator at UT, is going to be the next Blue Raider head coach. The His wiki page, okay, again, yeah. we're just telling you, says Middle Tennessee Blue Raider head coach. Anybody, now, anybody on the planet. Okay, that's where I was going. Can change the wiki page. Everybody, anybody can edit a wiki page. Okay? Anybody. So there is no credible national or, or local, really local here, now. like source that is putting anything out. There's nothing on football scoop, right? There's nothing. Well, is there? Football scoop is reporting that he's interviewed. Okay, interviewed is one thing. Yeah. But Wiki says he is the MTSU head coach. Well, so no, they have not reported that. So there is no one actually putting it out there. So we're just saying that to say we're not here telling you he is Tim Banks is going to be the next MTSU coach. Could be, but we don't know. There is stuff out there swirling. We're bringing Vince Ferrar on, our man in Knoxville on 99.1 The Sports Animal, just because he knows a lot more about Tim Banks uh, than we do because he covers the Vols on a daily basis. So, Mm -hmm. Vince, if any of this is true, which I suspect he has. I mean, you just heard it. Chris Massaro said they have already interviewed 20 candidates. Yeah. I suspect Tim Banks is one of 20. Like I believe he's interviewed maybe multiple times. What can you tell us about Tim Banks? Well, good to be on with you guys. uh, And let me say, after that, uh, Wikipedia, not undefeated. So let's get that clear. (laughs) (laughs) To say the least. Right. Um, But Tim Banks has improved this Tennessee defense. And, you know, they have been behind the eight ball in terms of of talent since he got here. But, um, you know, there's, there's been some rough times for sure. And, you know, some people defend him and then some people want him gone. Like, I just... I'm sure that the Tennessee fans that want him gone are like, yes, let this be true so we can hire another defensive coordinator. So he has taken some criticism, but I, I also think that under the, under the circumstances of what that offense being the fastest-paced offense in the country, I believe, I didn't see the final ones, but pretty much all year, the two years in a row, they've been – had the number one tempo, you put your defense back out there, it is not going to be easy to have an elite defense. Uh, They improved their pass rushers this year and pass rushers individually. Uh, They didn't have – they improved their numbers overall defensively from a year ago in virtually every category. Now, were there really bad stretches? Absolutely. But there were – when Tennessee was going through those bad stretches – it was on both sides of the ball. Yeah. It, w- it was everything. It was handling the moment. It was the offense bogging down. It was the defense not being able to get off the field on third down. It was all of those things. So uh, it was certainly part of the equation. Uh, last year, actually, when their numbers weren't great, it was like three horrific games. And then the other ones, 
were pretty solid. Now, I, I think he is a, a Would this good, surprise you if this were true? Um, I'm not sure because I think I think he's a guy that people have viewed as a potential head coach. I mean, he's been around some big programs in mm-hmm. Penn State and, and Tennessee before. What, so what's he, he like he has, to deal with, Benny? He's he's excellent. Now he's not maybe the most open in terms of revealing everything, but he's he's nice. He's respectful, and his players really like him. So I, I think from a an appreciation of him, I think fans will like him. Um, I, I think he has a pretty good understanding of you know what it takes in terms of run a program. Now the difficulty is with coordinators. This is why it's always a crapshoot with coordinators. Is how much do you let go and how much do you keep doing? And then it can potentially either bog you down or you have someone doing things different than what you would do if you're wanting to, to run things. I, I think Josh Heupel had a little bit of that conflict slash slowdown mm-hmm. when he took over the entire play calling this year. Um, doesn't mean it can't work. Some of them can do it. Some of them cannot. But it, it's another a- added element of an unknown on whether coordinators were, are going to work out in being successful head coaches and how much they let go, how much they say hands-on, and do both. And then in today's world of college football, can you take that big picture while still being hands-on? Uh, it, it's, it's hard to say how successful as a head coach he would be, but he is, he is well thought of in the coaching ranks and the guy that I think has tremendous class and integrity and, um, and has improved this Tennessee defense when it's not been the easiest to do with their offensive tempo. So, Vince, the MTSU athletic director has uh, been on the record. As soon as they fired Rick Stockstill, he came out and said one of the things he's looking for in the next head coach is somebody with a big personality, and he described it as a over-the-top personality. Is what he said out of his own mouth sitting at a table shortly after firing Rick Stockstill. Is is Mr. Banks here a big person or over the top personality? Would you describe him that way? I would not. Okay. And he he's he's definitely more low key. Uh, he's well thought of in his answers. Is very respectful in his answers, but he's he's a little bit more low key. Hmm. Um, you know, so if that would be weird, a- honestly, because. What Justin said is exactly what Chris Massaro said. I mean, he said they. I mean, it was more of like a over the. I, I kind of took it well, as an over the top. That's just the that's the term he used. Loud, that's, those are vocal, the words he said. You know, a guy that's high energy. So that would not I, make sense if you know. I I would not describe okay. Tim Banks with that okay personality trait. Okay, maybe he blew him away in other ways, but again, one of twenty. So who knows? Yeah, who really but, knows? But that is that is important to note because that is what the AD, who is obviously heavily involved in this process, said they are looking for. And you cover the Vols on a daily basis. You're around Tim Banks, and you're saying, "Yeah, he's a great guy," but that's not his personality. So that would be interesting. Again, we don't have any clue if this if there's any validity to this. Or not. I suspect he absolutely is in the mix, but you know, for some of the stuff that's out there, Wikipedia and others, to say he is going to be the next head coach at MTSU, we are certainly not saying that whatsoever. Yeah. And now I have even more questions 
after talking to you, Vince. So I, I would be <laughs> now I'm even you know it's even more highly questionable. Yeah. Of the of these reports. Yeah. So hey, we got to run. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Yep. Thanks sir. for doing this on a short notice. Really Thank appreciate you, it. And we'll talk on Monday. Any time. We're in a Christmas parade tonight, so we'll we'll talk about that on Monday with you guys. Tell okay. You what that was okay. Fun. But don't fall off. Okay. Fun. Stay stay on there. Vince Ferrara, ninety nine one. The sports animal there in Knoxville. Okay, we'll take a quick break, Bill. We'll get to you on the other side. You're listening to the McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. And now, all good heat and air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by All Good Heat and Air, serving the community for five years. For all your HVAC home service plans, give the pros a call today at 931-575-7039. 931-575-7039. That's All Good Heat and Air, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. 
Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The McFarland Show. Video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare studio. We finally have our first touchdown. Yeah. In today's second game, McKenzie has struck first. They lead 7-0 over South Pittsburgh with about five and a half to go in the third quarter. You're listening to the McFarland Show. We're live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio, and our phone number is 615-844-5600. Let's go to Bill. Bill, what's up? Hey, fellas. Hey, Hope Bill. y'all are doing okay. Yes, sir. Good. I wanted to uh, wait a couple of weeks before I called in to tell you guys how much I really do appreciate you guys speaking with my mother. On November the 9th, she turned 96. And on the 16th of November... She made a walk through the pearly gates. Oh, no. Bill, I'm so sorry. And, sorry, Bill. And I uh, want to thank you for taking those opportunity, a couple of opportunities to speak with her and to kind of get a, <clears throat> anything else, a philosophy of life from her a little bit. But, uh, you know, if... Uh, as my brother says, and I agree that if there was anything in the world to bring her back five years earlier or more, I'd do anything but to bring her back as she was, no. No. Um, we're going to have a kind of a downturn, you could say, during the course Thanksgiving wasn't the same, and the holiday, Christmas holidays won't be, but we've got lots of friends, family, and colleagues, so, and of course, uh, my side of things, I've got a lot of good sports to look at, so we'll get through it. Bill, I've been blessed. But I wanted to call and let you know. Well, one, thank you for, for doing that, and two, we're, we're sorry for your loss. I've been blessed to do a lot of Really, really cool things over two plus decades of doing radio and thousands and thousands and thousands of shows and, and hours on the radio. And I've had a lot of memorable interviews. I will tell you that I will never forget the day that you put your mother on this radio show. Yeah. Uh, I remember I'll, it. I'll never, I'll, I remember it like it was yesterday. Absolutely. So um, that was really, really cool moment. Mm-hmm. And I've done a lot of really cool things, and I'll never forget that phone call. So um, our thoughts are with you and your your family. And look, just know that your your mom lived a very full life. I mean, she had a oh, yeah. an unbelievable life, right? A full life. And so oh yes, just just know that, right? Um, oh, absolutely. And, and you and you do know that, so. Just be ble- Just know that you know. Count your blessings that you got to spend. Think about how much of your life you got to spend with her. That's pretty cool. Yeah, fifty-four years. Fifty-four years. We're the same age. So good for you. But life must go on, and that's what she would want to do. Want all of us to do. So let me go to a 
happier note, so to speak, who do you guys have tonight? The Ducks or Dogs? Well, great segue. We're yeah. going to come back and we're going to make our picks on the way out. Yes, sir. Ooh, and that'll okay. be one of the games. Well, stay with us. Oh, I will. Bill, Thanks, thank guys. you for listening and um, our thoughts are with you and your family, man. man. So sorry. Okay. Thank you for letting Appreciate us know. Bye bye. We'll be thinking about Bye-bye. you. Uh, yeah, I'm one of. A, by the way, that was pretty early on in the McFarland show. It was. It was a really, really cool moment. Yeah. And um, we're sorry to hear that, but and his mom was was great on the air. She was awesome. <laughs> that was a fu- That was fun just to put her on the spot. The lady was full of a lot of joy. Yeah, and yeah. jump on the radio with us. Yeah, and that was a pretty wonderful spirit. Pretty pretty cool moment. All right, uh, let's do that. Let's take our final break. We'll come back, and we will do our McFarland six-pack of picks. We'll include that Oregon-Washington game, and we will do that next. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shop by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Ping G430 drivers, which combine the ultimate combination of distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldWideGolf.com. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, And anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Mokara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Bocara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Alpine Concrete is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You could make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by Alpine Concrete, serving the greater Nashville area with quality and pride. 
For all your residential and commercial concrete needs, call today for a free estimate at 615-474-7859. 615-474-7859. That's Alpine Concrete. They're professionals who care. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. This yeah. is just it. The Titans are trading Kevin Byard to the Eagles. The yeah, Eagles are going to send the Titans a fifth and sixth round pick and safety Terrell Edmonds. Well, they're giving up on that contract. There were also a lot of Titans fans upset about some of the comments he made, which I thought was insane. Big kaboom here on this Monday. <laughs> the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcoming calls from all around Middle Tennessee. 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Well, after our conversation with Vince Ferrara yeah. describing Tim Banks, I don't know. I've got probably more doubts, but look, we'll see. You can't always believe everything you see on the internet, and we've no, said that. No, no. Throughout the course a, a of this lot, discussion. A lot, no. And, but it doesn't and, mean that it's not true. No, we no, don't no. know. We yeah. don't know. Well. We do know that, according to Chris Massaro, the athletics director at MTSU, they're going to make a hire very, very soon. Sometime yes. next week. He did say that. His words. Yes. So we'll see. But there are there is some stuff out there that it could be Tim Banks, the defensive coordinator at UT. But there is stuff. I think we feel pretty comfortable that he is interviewed. Yes. I feel pretty good about I feel, that. I feel good about that as well. Yeah, I feel like we can say that as one of the 20 interviewers. But to say he's the next one, I'm not comfortable with that. But we'll no. see how it all plays out. Okay, let's do our McFarland six-pack of picks. Rough week. All right. Last week, boy, I had my worst week of the season. Ooh. You had a good week again. I did. You went four and two. Ah. I went one and five. We had a lot of similar picks. So we both, how did that happen? Well, we didn't. We, no, had, we did. We both had Ohio State losers. I had Florida. You had Florida State. Yeah. Winner, loser, me. Oh. I had Oregon State. Loser. You had Oregon. Oh. We both had the mm. Titans. Winners. Mm. I had the Texans. Loser. You had the Jags. I did. Both had the Eagles. Loser. Okay. My bad. So I am 33 and 30. I've had a rough two weeks. Okay. So all this good stuff that's happened the last two weeks have been crap. Hmm. So I'm now 33 and 33. Yeah. And you are 38 and 28. 10 games above 500. Okay. Which is fantastic. Okay. Here we go. Oregon and Washington tonight. Huskies getting nine and a half. Oh. Huskies getting nine and a half against. Um, whoo, uh, give me, give me, uh, give me the dogs. Give me, give me the Huskies. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm feeling some kind of way about that, but give me the Huskies. I am simply going Oregon because the line looks way too fishy, right? I should yeah. have done that. Like I did Florida getting six and a half last week. I'm like at home against yeah. Florida State with the backup quarterback. Yeah. And then it's like every time, you know, you hear me yeah. say that. Every time you look at a line, you're like, what? Yeah. Then it happens. Yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah, going to go Oregon. Yeah, give me the Huskies. Georgia, Alabama. Bama getting five and a half. <sighs> give me Georgia. I think Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, give me Georgia. It's the same deal. I think everybody's talking about Alabama, Alabama, Alabama. 
I'll go Georgia. Hmm. Louisville, Florida State. Florida State by one and a half. Uh, give me Florida State. Although what a win for, for, for Louisville this would be. Um, but give me Florida State. I'm going to take Louisville. All right. I already said it. Fair enough. Colts and Titans. That game is a pick em here. Give me the Titans. Um, the Colts haven't swept the Titans in six years. I don't know if this is going to be the, the year. It could be. But give me give me the Titans. Look, if you're going to pick the Titans, yeah. and I know we're doing this with a point spread, but this is a pick them. Yeah. You pick them at home. Yeah. That's the only only place they've had success. Yeah. In the last, you know, year plus. Although the Colts have been very good on the road. They have. Uh, but I will take the Titans. All right. Denver at Houston. Broncos have won five in a row. Mm-hmm. Texans coming off a tough loss to the Jags at home last week. The Texans are favored by two and a half. You said Denver at Houston? Denver at Houston. Texans favored by two and a half. Give me the Broncos. It's 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 December. Give me the veterans. Um, I'll go with Houston. I think they bounce back. All right. San Francisco at Philadelphia. Mm. The Eagles... At home, mm-hmm. getting two and a half. Ooh, boy, boy, boy. Um, uh, give me the Eagles. I, the, the 49ers making the second trip out uh, out east here in short order. Uh, give me the Eagles, even though nothing in that game has surprised me at all. Nothing. No, it could be a close game. It could be a blowout either way. Neither would surprise me. But give me the Eagles. Yeah, I... Boy, this is this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I just how do you go against Philadelphia at home getting points? Well, they've been playing a lot of close ball games. I know, and there's reason to believe that that they're due for a loss. That they're due for a, for yeah. an L on one of these close games like this. Look, they should have lost the Buffalo. They should have. They should have lost a lot of games. Yeah, but you know the the 49ers are the kind of team that can make them pay. You would think. Yeah. But again, the travel with the 49ers. I mean, I'm sure they're used to it and all that. But give me the Eagles here. I'll take the Eagles as well. That's tough. That's a t- it, these games were hard. Well, you pick them for that reason <laughs> because they're hard. No one's picking the the easy games. You know, the team is favored by 55 and a half. Nobody wants that game. By the way, uh, defenseman Alex Carrier for the Preds out with an upper body injury, hit by Kaprizov last night. Okay, and it doesn't look like Kaprizov's going to have any uh, any penalty from the league. Okay, so Predators hosting the Rangers tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon. afternoon. Yeah, afternoon little matinee hockey at Bridgestone Arena. Enjoy your weekend. We look forward to reacting to everything that's going to happen. This weekend, starting at 2 o'clock on Monday, Bill will get the week started at 6, followed by Greg and John, 9 to 11. We'll see you then.